Do we know if uh, if penis enlargement things like work? Didn't you say you had a friend that that did one or something like that? A friend, brother, the friend was me. <laughs> <laughs> when I was in college, I took longitude. Hell yeah, it worked. My dick is huge now. No, it's it's it didn't work at all. And it went from like a three inch little nub to a twelve inch pipe. Yeah, well, 12, 12 inch girth. It got really huge. Oh, so twelve inches around. Around like a hubcap. Oh, but it's not very long. It's just it's just thick. <laughs> it's a three got inch it. hubcap. Which it's like a a pancake. A pancake, and that would never be able to enter a woman. You couldn't put that inside a woman. You, you would fold destroy it. You could fold it. Fold it, girl. I'm gonna fold this dick over and then fuck you with it. everybody, welcome to a brand new episode of Save It For The Show. This is episode 131, and it's a special episode because Eddie has a real life and a job, and he had a work emergency, saving kittens or open heart surgery on rockets or some horse shit like that, so he couldn't make the show today, but thankfully, good friend of mine, Dylan, that I do other podcasts with, stepped in to co-host. So what's up, Dylan? Couldn't make you do a solo show this week. No, because what would that one listener say? If Eddie, if Eddie's not available, well, what the hell was it? If Eddie can't do the show, don't or something. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. I like that. That wasn't you, was it? It probably was me. That wasn't like a long con from you to get yourself no. on. Yeah, that was a trick you did to get me on the show. No, no, that wasn't it. Well, it worked. You're yeah, on. Yeah, I think Eddie does a really good show, and, I, and I'm just, it, I, I'm thankful that he lets uh, you and I on it for this episode. So, well, you got some big shoes to fill. Yeah, obviously, I can do my Eddie impressions. Oh, really? You have a yeah, good you one. Yeah, you'll tell a story, and I'll be like, "What? Wow, that's, that's insane! That's good. That's crazy. That's a I'll really good." That. Yeah, just do that. Don't talk. That's my Eddie impression right there. What? That's really good Eddie. I know, right? Well, you've already filled his shoes. Done. Yep. So it's already done. I replaced Eddie now on his own show. Very small shoes. Eddie, by the way, wears a size five. Does he? Yeah, he bound his feet when he was a kid. I don't even know what a size five looks like. Isn't that that's not a child size shoe? I'm just kidding. I, oh, okay. He, <laughs> I was like, how does he balance? He has no. <laughs> he's very top heavy. He has normal size feet, and he didn't bind his feet, as far as I can tell. He wow. did bind his penis, though, because oh, okay. he wanted to make it small. Yeah, it's, it, it, it's, it wasn't small enough as it was. No, and in his culture, having a very tiny penis is actually seen as a good thing. It's a sign of wealth. Yes. And good fortune. Right. Just like back in the day when you were really fat and didn't have a tan, that meant you were rich. Yeah. When you have a really tiny penis... It means you don't even need a big dick to have confidence and have sex, because who needs a big dick, right? See, your job is to educate and entertain. Yes, that's 100% true. These are facts, and don't you worry about it. All right. Could you imagine if you did have, like, a 12-inch dick? I mean, really. I don't need to imagine. Okay, well, just humor me, because I don't. Like, the amount of confidence you would have had growing up, or on the... I mean, you are on the dating scene, so if you knew you just had a fucking pipe in your pants i feel like i would just cruise into a room and be like what's up i feel like it would become like something that you would like you would uh put too much weight into right like you would you go hit on a girl and it's not working out so you just kind of flash your dick (laughs) as like a last resort yeah that just would make me just be like all right i you know i 
I, I'd like to be able to develop charm in other ways, and I feel like if I had a 12-inch pipe, right. then uh, I wouldn't be able to develop other skills because I would just use that, and it would work every time. So, But I've seen these guys who have bad personalities. They don't have a lot of money, and my first thought is, dude must be packing heat down below. Something's do, working out. Do we know if, uh, if penis enlargement things like work? Didn't you say you had a friend that, that did one or something like that? A friend? Brother, the friend was me. <laughs> when I was in college, I took longitude. Hell yeah, it worked. My dick is huge now. No, it's, it's it didn't work at all. And it went from like a three-inch little nub to a 12-inch pipe. It was 12-inch 12, 12 girth. It got really huge. Oh, so 12 inches around. Around, like a hubcap. Oh, but it's not very long. It's just... It's just thick. It's a 3-inch hubcap which It's like a a pancake. A pancake and that would never be able to enter a woman. You couldn't put that inside a woman. You, you would destroy fold it. <laughs> fold it. Fold it. Girl, I'm going to fold this dick over and then fuck you with it. I'm so relieved to not have to just talk about a freaking TV show. Yeah, so we should talk about that. Or a movie. Real quick that. Well, you know what? Let's just talk about that last episode of Walking Dead. How good was that? No. Don't talk about that. So yeah, so I, I've I mentioned you on the show, this show, quite a few times, and your shows, Dead Inside Show, Better Talk Saul, both dot coms, and you should certainly check them out if you're fans of those television shows. Yeah. And if you're a fan of mine and you want to hear more of my silly voice, you know, Dylan and I do the Dead Inside Show podcast. But and it's it, awesome. And it it's is fun. awesome. It is a lot of fun. And I've but mentioned, it's very constricting to me to be able to talk about whatever I want because uh, you kind of have to keep it in the uh, theme of the of the show, so right. it's good. This is this is. I feel like my uh, wings are. I was, yeah. I was about to say wings are getting clipped, but that that's not a uh, right analogy, right? Well, your wings are clipped on the other shows, but now you're yeah. you're free. And they're getting unclipped. We can talk about. Yeah, I took longitude, and part of taking the penis pills was a very strict milking exercises i think i did talk about this on a show once where every day it said for like a half an hour in the shower you're just basically supposed to tug on your dick just oh you're like oh no problem i do that anyway (laughs) all right i know and well and i did it with all my roommates we all did it as a joke which was funny because not tugging our dicks at the same time (laughs) no that was just my eddie impression oh that was good that was good (laughs) um but we all did it as a joke you know let's take these pills and see if our dicks get bigger so at one point i guess there was five or six of us in our dorm how do you prove it though that was the problem right that was where the whole bet like broke apart right that's true we didn't take photos or just whip them out and show each other our massive new dicks and yeah but at one point you knew every time someone was taking a shower they were in there milking their dick trying to make it bigger well you knew that anyway probably i know god every shower in a dorm room is just jizz central yeah <laughs> your friends taking a 25 minute shower <laughs> you know you, you know, something's probably up if you have to jerk off for 25 minutes though in the shower you need a I don't know. Well, I'm, see, I'm, you have like, you know, some time to do that. And then you have your time to do your washing rituals. Yeah, I guess. Lots of rituals. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes, you know, like, you know, it might take a little longer because you're so used to tabbing it out. Tabbing it out. By the way, when you said tab it out, that was like, I, I was just so impressed because I thought I was the only person that did that. Isn't that funny? I love when I tap into a, a universal filthy truth like that. So, and then for people that don't remember, I mean, everyone on here should probably know what you mean by tapping it out, but that's m- opening up multiple tabs for porn. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of like, you know, use it as a process of elimination. You open up like, yeah, like 12 tabs. It looks good. And then you watch them. You're like, nah, this one's not that good. Right. Turn that one off. You close that one. You close that one. I love how you pointed out that one has a little um, 
a speaker icon so you can see which one is playing the <laughs> pop-up on it. Yes. It's also huge. It's a godsend. And uh, incognito mode on Chrome is also huge. All right. Th- that, those two things change the jerking game forever. Oh, yeah, because before you'd be like, hey, let me show you guys a YouTube video, and you'd type in you, and then all of a sudden other stuff would come up. Yes. And you'd be like, oh, crap. So thank God for incognito mode. You know, this is a good segue here. I- I've talked about this on the show once, and, you know, before uh, Eddie will be back on, of course, and I'm going to have my friend Josh back on the show at at some point here who's been on the show josh redden a few times I, I had a story with him i think i might have told and he was on where we had a we used to work together and on a monday morning he opened his laptop and boom like red tube was open <laughs> i mean it was open and there was porno and it was in mixed company and he slammed his computer shut and said like oh, he said oh no uh, somebody hacked me <laughs> and we're all dude no you just have to wear it right you blew a load yeah. And said, ah, and just you know what slammed he did? it shut. I know exactly what he did. What? He was looking at porn, and then he thought of somebody he knows, so he went to their Facebook page, oh. and then he finished on the when he was looking at their Facebook page and forgot to close the porn tab. Is that something you do? No, no, I've never done that, oh. but I'm just saying that's probably what he did. Anyway, continue. A little too specific for you never to have done it, but we don't have to dive into that. That's fine. Um, yeah, I do that all the time, too. Yeah. Uh, I don't, actually. But listen, oh, so sure. somebody wrote in a, a good comment, so... I feel bad for that was funny and he finally maybe like years later owned up to it that of course he was looking at porno i mean listen everyone does so friend of the show now he's he wrote us a really nice email i think i read it online or another show a couple of weeks ago his name's joe and he signed his email canada joe so i'll refer to him from here on out as canada joe he sent a nice email where is he from he's from canada oh, okay got it that's why he's canada joe oh <laughs> leaps and bounds ahead of me sorry yes from ontario in particular and he he wrote an email with a funny story so i'm just going to read it really quick because it's great it's your buddy joe from ontario i don't ever listen to the podcast on my computer it's always streamed from my phone the blackberry soundcloud app does not let you write messages so i hope this finds you thanks for the shout out blah 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 you know what i should skip ahead here Essentially, he... I'm glad you appreciated all his content in his email. Do you know I am so anal about keeping the show moving that I can't even read an email? Yep. So he's listening to the show on his BlackBerry, which is funny. Why? I don't know. I don't know anyone that has a BlackBerry, so uh, tip of the hat to him for still using that technology. But he he queued up the show to listen to it. And uh, I'll fast forward down to the rest of his email. As a side note, too, BlackBerry is huge internationally still, just oh. so we know. Okay. Well, then, hey, hello, BlackBerry users internationally. <laughs> they don't speak English, so they don't understand. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so I'm sure they're listening to the, the podcast. <laughs> so I sa- here he goes. I saved it and planned on coming back to the podcast, but my phone had a different idea. I was in a technical meeting with seven people, and my phone rang. Thinking nothing of it, I hit the volume button to mute the ringer, as I've done hundreds of times. I don't know whether I hit the play button or something, but your recently downloaded podcast started playing in my pocket. You changed up your style to include the highlights up front, and it burned me. It ended up that my meeting heard you talking about jerking off with butter and putting your dick on a diet. (laughs) I was trying to figure out what the hell was going on. I'm fumbling with my phone. And we laughed it off as I told everyone it was a raunchy podcast that probably wasn't appropriate for a technical meeting. No harm done. Keep up the great work, Canada Joe. And he needs bail money. So, yeah, poor guy. Bail money. So thank you to you, Dylan, for recommending that I start the show with a funny clip like that. Because I agree. I think it's hilarious and good. 
Well, but, it wasn't like I went to you and was like, hey, do this. I was just like, hey, what do you think of this? And you're like, I like that. And then you, you were like, maybe I should do it. And I was like, yeah, maybe try it out. And it worked. It wasn't like I was like, you you have to change your style. No, 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 no. I know, I know. And you and I Don't talk blame about, me, Canada Joe. I yeah, Don't blame Dylan. Don't blame me. It's, I'm really sorry. I mean, that really could have kind of gotten him in hot water. Oh, yeah. Like, if they weren't cool or if they didn't have a sense of humor. Or if he was in court. In court, right? Need some real money because it's pretty gross. So I yeah. definitely set off last week's show <laughs> on the right foot. That was probably the grossest uh, moment in Save It for the Show history, too. The whole truffle butter thing. Yeah, yeah, that was filthy. Yeah, I almost thought about cutting it out because it's just gross. But then I thought to myself, hey, if Mister uh, Drake has doesn't have a problem with it, then you know, if it's good for him, it's good for me. It was good for him. It's good for us. Right. Exactly. Well, one thing too before we get off the subject of porn. Okay. Because that's a, a vast subject. Yes. You know the uh, there's a whole like category. I think it's a whole porn company, and it's called uh, fake auditions or whatever. You, like the and, like the casting couch. Yeah, but it says fake casting couch. Okay. And for some reason, it has nothing to do with anything, but it says fake in the title just to make it like I guess some dudes like it more to know that. These girls are getting tricked into thinking it's an audition when it's not really an audition. And they put like text before it that says they think it's an audition, but there is no like there is no part that we're actually gonna offer them. And then it has nothing to do with anything, but for some sickos, they get more turned on by that. You know what I'm talking about? But they end up having sex on camera, right? Yeah, they have sex on camera and then just the text on the screen says there is no job. Well, and it's just like it's just so funny to me that they they have figured out through their, you know, whatever algorithms they track that got, that some guys like it more. I guess the fetish guys like it more if these women are being tricked into having sex rather than actually having sex for an actual audition. But they're not being tricked. They're actresses. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they're almost always not. I mean, they know 100 percent of the time. Yeah. Like that would be illegal. And then <laughs> yeah, put it on the internet. Actually blast on there. And and then they'll say in it, too. Oh, no, we're not going to use this. This is for my own private footage. Right. And then I'm watching it. It doesn't make, I mean, not me. I don't obviously watch it. Of course not. Of course not me, but yeah, other people. That's what I did with Eddie when I auditioned him for the show. I said, hey, man, this is just for me. Don't worry. <laughs> All right, but you know, it's just for my own personal collection. I just want to see how you can perform on camera. Right. And you were good too. Your audition <laughs> tape is locked away, so don't worry. And was Eddie like, what? <laughs> what? That's great. I need to hit that. I listen to a lot of. I listen to a lot of uh, Save for the shows. So thank you. For I doing was that. binge watching for a while before I got too far back, and then I felt like you were talking about like the election between Al Gore and oh, uh, George Bush. So yeah, seriously. I was like, all right, I've gone back twelve years now, or fifteen years, or whatever. Way too far. Way yeah, too way far. Too far back in the history. Yeah, you've been podcasting a long time, so props to you. I know. I think it'll be three years in June, which is. Mind blowing, but uh, are you gonna have a three year anniversary party? Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. So let's see. One thing I forgot to talk about was Man Packs, you know, the new great sponsor of the show, and they're sending me stuff now. So for next week's show, I should have stuff and I'll have my reviews ready by then. <laughs> I, got, I got a question. I don't know if I, uh, this is an appropriate question to ask. Are they paying you or are they just giving you pack man packs? They're, both, dog. They're giving you money too. I am just cashing Man Packs checks nonstop. See, the, sponsor, the sponsorship I got isn't giving me any money unless people sign up, and not many people have signed up, so I haven't made a lot of money. I need to get on the, one of those, they'll pay me just for talking about it tips. You got to hit that negosh. Get, yeah, a, get a little harder negotiation. 
<laughs> no, dude, I'm I'm getting like a, a pittance. I just wanted some free sweet stuff, and that and and it was good content for the show. I think it'll be funny. So yeah. it, it's just not man stuff. Like, what are they going to send you? Some hustler magazines and some, uh, I don't know what some Stetson cologne. Yeah, it's just <laughs> <laughs> I think, some weights. I think it's going to be like underwear and cigarettes. Cigarettes. It's man stuff. So a remote control just for a man because that's what men like. It'll, it'll be cool. So I'm looking forward to that. A beer. Uh, I'll have more information about them. But in the meantime, go check out manpacks.com. They're great. And another bit of show news. I cut off my beard. It is gone. The beard is gone. And so if you follow me on Twitter, either at Sift Show or at Dan the Beast, I posted some pictures of it from my Instagram account. It's fully gone off my face, and I couldn't be happier. You should have kept the, just the flavor saver. You think so? Yeah, that, just because you hate on Flavor Savers so much, right? I've heard on you. I've heard you hate on this so many times that you should just rock that for like a month. I do. I I, I cannot think of any piece of facial hair. I'd rather have a Hitler. I, I would get less looks with a Hitler mustache than a Flavor you Saver. Just rock some Arnett's and some uh, Flavor Saver. <laughs> yes, exactly. Be rock and roll. Dylan and I like to make fun of a lot of the other podcasters that we are not friends with, but part of these groups. Oh god! And there's so many entrepreneur podcasts and uh, build or your nerd bi- right nerd nerd culture podcasts. So many, and there's this one in particular, and this guy has a flavor saver, and I, I felt like such a jerk. Like every- I, re- I resorted to tagging you every time I stumble upon one. Yeah, thanks a lot for that. So I get tagged now on Facebook and all these awful, awful podcasts. I, I tagged you one at like two in the morning last night. Yeah, thanks for that. I don't know if you saw. I think this guy deleted it though, and he was like, "We talk about everything from movies and nerd and nerdist." Oh. That's what he. That was his pitch. Oh. I think he deleted it because everyone was making fun of him. That's a great pitch. Yeah, he said, and Nerdist. And I was like, all right, so you're the Nerdist podcast? But anyway. A podcast about a podcast. Yeah. That's fantastic. Inception, ride the kick, bro. So my year is gone. I gave in, and my daughter didn't even recognize me, if you believe it. Because I believe it. Because she's eight months old. No, 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 I'm sorry. She's 11 months old, and for four months I had a, a beard. And so now when I shaved it. Half of it, her life? Half of her life. And so it really took me like a week and it was cute because there's all these things that I do with her, like rituals and I would do it. And then she'd give me a look to say, wait a second, that's my dad, but you're not my dad. You're a a clean shaven weirdo. So I felt bad about that. Um, But I'm back. She loves me again. And my sister, who I adore for my birthday, bought me some real fancy shaving cream that I used. Oh yeah. The big three, four, huh? Yep. So I turned 34. And had a good time. And I got boring ass birthday. Very boring. I think you and I are saying, yeah, until you're forty or something or fifty. Yeah, I think forty isn't even a thing. Like it's not a big deal. I mean it's a big deal, but it's like a depressing big deal. Yeah, a little bit. Like, they make a movie, this is forty out of it, where everyone's just crying the whole movie. Right. You're not depressed. You're not over the hill, which I think is yeah. technically fifty, but forty in is June, weird. I'm turning thirty in June, so I'm gonna have my last good birthday and then and then until I'm 20 years, I turned 50. And I think 50 is like a happy birthday. Usually people are stoked on 50. Yeah, you made it. Yeah, you made it. You're alive. Now, every day, you have to be thankful to survive it. Every day's a gift after that point. And yeah. I got all my Facebook messages, which I'm a pretty cynical guy, and sometimes just, you know, to a fault. And it's some, an understatement, yeah. Well, and sometimes just for comedic effect. But 
I was really pumped when I got all these dumb Facebook messages. And I know I've made fun of them before. I, I've talked about how stupid it is. And these Somebody people you haven't talked to since middle school. You're like, thanks for remembering. Exactly. But I don't know. Maybe I'm just getting so soft in my old age. But getting, you know, 80 messages all of a sudden, it, it felt kind of nice. And I actually did rather appreciate it. And a couple of them were from people that I really hadn't talked to in a long time. And so I was actually kind of pleased. And some people actually wrote, like, you did something funny. You wrote exactly what I hate. You just wrote, like, HBDDF, <laughs> yeah. which I thought was funny because that's a good inside joke. And then other people wrote, like, a funny memory from us together. And I appreciated that. So I've, I've come full circle on the Facebook thing. I think Do you feel like the Facebook birthday thing has kind of died down? Like, I remember, like, maybe two years ago, yeah. it was, like, your phone was going off nonstop and it was just, you were getting like hundreds and hundreds. Yes. And then I feel like it was like half of the, cause everyone's kind of over it. Everyone's like, I already said happy birthday to him last year. I don't need to say it again. Right. And everyone's just kind of over Facebook in general. I yeah. think it's becoming a bit of a wasteland of extreme things. And the thing about Facebook too, which sucks is you have to pay and like we, I have a Facebook page. Oh, pay page. to play. Yeah. I have a Facebook page with, you know, a hundred or so people like save for the show. And when I post something on it, you have to pay to get a hundred people. You how few people have seen it, right? Like, could you imagine on Twitter? You know, if you had to pay to get your followers to see your tweets, that would be insane. What's funny is that we kill it on Twitter. Yes, we have thousands of followers, and so many people interact with us. And on Facebook, it's it's a wasteland for our podcasts. Yeah, for for I mean, for Dead and Sideshow, our Twitter is very popular, and then on the Facebook, it's nothing. We have one or two people that comment on it, right. and we appreciate it when they do, and I want to build on that. But Totally. Um, anyway, it's just it's just funny. Yeah, because you do have to pay if you want to get seen. I post something that says, seen by 12 people, boost now. Right, of course. And pay what, 50 10 bucks? Yeah. yeah, so I'm, <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm okay. I don't get the fuck out of here. To pay to get people to look at my... It's insane. It's insane. Also, on that subject, you know, I, I, you know we, I went on a little bit of a tear... And as I talked to you about mm -hmm. uh, getting people on our Dead Inside Show Twitter, you know, interacting with people from the website and stuff like that. So we've been getting a lot of uh, action. We're getting a lot of retweets and followers, right? Yeah. And, the you know, we're our accounts are blowing up with the thanks for the follow. Yes, I know. Who does that? Uh, it's all automated, I think, half the time. Oh, yeah, because it says that little app name. But I've recently gotten a couple thanks for the favorite. That's weird. Like when I favorite their thing. Hmm. They say, thanks for favoriting, like it matters or anything like that. And I, I always thought that was weird. I don't get it. I've gotten a couple of those, but they're very, very rare. I, uh, yeah, Save for the Show isn't too terribly active on Twitter in that people don't, you know, love it and are tweeting at me. I, my, my Dan the Beast one, I have a fair amount of followers, but I don't know. It's my fault. I should use it's, Save yeah, for the Show so, for more. It's so easy on a TV show one because I can just go to the Walking Dead page and see the people that are talking and just like talk to them or add them and it's just easy it's right. just a really easy way it's cheating and it's not so easy for a show about you know a comedy one just to go to go to the comedy twitter and try to find people on there but exactly anyway. exactly quality content we're just talking about twitter the whole time it's really quality content move on let's move on one thing that i talked about on the show is that i i read books with my kids and i think i mentioned once that we were reading narnia the chronicles of narnia and i feel uh, like uh, the what the Chronic what? Calls of Narnia. Uh, very <laughs> I wonder, do, do people still get that reference? Yeah, probably. That's like the beginning of The Lonely Island. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, well, that's like 10 years ago when that yeah. joke came out. But either way, so I think uh, most people have seen The Chronicles of Narnia, at least the first one. And they probably read The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. 
right? But there's seven of these books, and we got into them. And once we started them, I couldn't stop, not because they were so good, but because I kind of wanted to just see how it ends. And have you heard that these books are religious? They're no, but you, you brought it up a little bit on our... Yeah, on, uh, on the, the dead, dead inside. Picture. So they are, and they're, it's a little overt, but by the last book... I mean, Jesus Christ, uh, no. Isn't it? He's a character? No, he may as well be. Like, the lion, Aslan, is, he's God. He's Jesus. He's, like, creating worlds. He's killing things. And there's a dark-skinned people in Narnia, and they're referred to as darkies half of the wow. time. Yeah, it's it's definitely, like, a product of... A dated. It's a little dated, big time. And towards the end, like, I really want to give a major spoiler because I feel like nobody is going to read these books. How long ago did the books come out? A long time ago. 70 years ago? Uh, I don't know. It's a 10-year rule, so it's been 70 years you can do it. Well, you think so? But I feel, I feel kind of bad. Like, if I spoil the whole thing. You know what? No. I'm, fast forward 30 seconds if you don't want it spoiled. Fast We've forward given, 30 you've seconds. You've given plenty warning already, so go ahead. We'll give you another 10 seconds. Okay. They all die. They all Everybody? fucking die in the very last book, and they go no to heaven. Disney didn't finish the movies. I, I, dude, I'm telling you, like, I guarantee you that's what happened. They got into it, and they realized they never read the books. They, they hadn't finished the books. They didn't know how it ended. No, Narnia is heaven. So the Narnia they go through in the wardrobe is sort of it's almost like Matrixy. It's like a a, a junior heaven. Yeah. And then when they die in real life, they go to purgatory. Kind of, yeah. And when they die in real life, they go to real Narnia where they see their grandma and they see their their kids and all this stuff. And they literally, as a train crashes and half the characters in the book all of a sudden pop, they're in Narnia again and they're wondering what's going on. And the lion just flat out says like oh you don't know there was a a train crash and you died like my kids so this is all of the you read all seven of the books to your kids all seven and it's it's the final book it's called the final battle and that's what happens a good dad i know such a good dad so don't read them don't and i decided you, you said exactly what i thought too disney started making them didn't read the whole book. No, it's because the, it it's because it wasn't commercially successful. That's why they stopped making them. No, it's because they didn't read it. But <laughs> I think the first one wasn't that bad. I think it actually did pretty good. They made three of them and stopped. Yeah. So, which well, is, they wanted it to be the next Lord of the Rings, and that just wasn't happening. Well, it's too much CGI too. That's the other thing. I, I I really do think nobody thought it through because some of the books are really boring. I mean, I'm talking dead boring and dumb, and they'd be very difficult. There's lots of CGI, tons of talking animals. It, it's stupid. So don't read Narnia. It's very disappointing, and, and that's that. I recommend if you're going to read a book to your kids, people, that you would read The Phantom Tollbooth because that would be one of the first books I would read to one of my kids. Oh, really? I've never read you, it. You, have you ever heard of it? No. Check it out. Okay. Phantom Great Tollbooth. Great kids book. Yeah, I read it when I was like in uh, second grade or something like that. Really great book. Nice. I'm sure it will be made into a movie sometime. It was made into a cartoon movie a long time ago, but it's a great one. Nice. That's exciting. Well, let's check it out. Check it out. There's my endorsement. Let's, um, let's move on. So I went to Costco the other day. Costco's uh-huh. great, right? Yeah, you can get the free samples. Fuck yeah, the free samples. That, the, you can just go. You can go fill up on lunch with free samples at Costco. The, the funniest thing about that is that's sort of like a truth, like like a universal truth that people go to Costco, eat a shit ton of samples, and of course you still spend two hundred bucks every time you go there. But it's you funny. You gotta go with a couple of disguises too, so you can go up and hit the same ones <laughs> that you like. They don't give a shit. 
Could you yeah. could you imagine those people like saying something to you? Yeah, I could. I could imagine that it's like that's their only job. I can see them taking pride in some of the rules. I think it's one of the saddest jobs out there. Like it's Oh man, sign sign flippers are okay. 10 times sadder. Okay, you're right. Much sadder. But I feel like it's unfair because a lot of them end up doing a little bit of cooking and, you know, which is not easy to do. Cooking's hard. Uh, but, you know, they still are like frozen food they're just putting in the the toaster oven all right every once in a while there's someone out there doing something pretty legit but you're yeah. not very often and i think the funny thing though is they're essentially it's like a trick-or-treating for adults and people yeah. act, people act so weird totally. i went there the other day and people got in an argument there was ribs which is kind of a big ticket item you know to be sampling and there must have been 10 fucking people waiting in line like it was a barbecue and everybody was really jockeying. And it was one of those scenarios where the mood changed. You know, like if you're at the bank and someone's arguing, you can just feel it in the air. It wasn't like the happy, jovial, oh, we're at Costco buying a bunch of bullshit. It was competitive. Tension. 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 Lots of tension in that barbecued air. Competitive shopping. Very competitive. And these two people were arguing about who was next. And I've been waiting in line. And it was hilarious to watch. I was kind of hoping it was going to come to blows and I could record it for World Star Hip Hop. You could just <laughs> World Star Hip Hop. But it didn't. It de-escalated when they finally got their food. And then they ate their ribs with their fingers, which was really gross. And everyone there was really fat. And it was like uh, Guy Fieri, uh, diners, drive-ins, and dives eating. It was terrible. So You know what I really like that you brought up? I saw you post about on Twitter a little while ago or something like that. What? But you're like, hey, if you guys don't get that, um, what's her name? Uh, what's the model with really big boobs? It's on the Game of War ads. Oh, Kate Upton. Kate Upton. Yeah, I, I always get the Kates mixed up. Yeah. He's like, if you don't get the Kate Upton is sponsoring uh, <laughs> a Game of War, then you should definitely be paying attention because they're really just shoving that down everybody's throats. Everything. Has, has anybody played that game? Nobody's playing that game. If you want to make a good game, make it a good game and have everybody talk about it. Don't just hire Kate Upton. Yeah. It's, I don't and, think anybody's playing that game. No, and it's freemium. It's like a Clash of Clans ripoff. Yeah. So those games are awful. They must have paid her a ton of money. And every game you play on an iPhone has an ad for Game of War. Yeah. And it's her in the bath, or it's her walking from behind. And she's Stone Cold Fox. And some Fox. boobies. Yeah, and people are like, ooh, maybe I'll play the game. Look at the boobies. Right, and she's not in it at all. I mean, yeah. and if she is, it's not like you're seeing her tits or anything. It's a those games are such BS because it's like, oh, you're out of lives. Pay this amount of money or wait five hours, and then I'm like, right. I, I'm so sick of that just becoming the thing. It's an awful game. You know what game I've been playing a little bit of is it's called Sniper 3D. Have you played this game at all? Uh-uh. It's free. So the other day I was in, it was at night, and I had like an hour, and I said, let me see what's, let me see what's on the top of the free list on my phone. And I downloaded it because it was free. And you you snipe people. And it's all done through like a bullet cam. So you shoot it and it's like really slow motion. It's really cinematic. Very Matrix. Right. But if you think about... Sounds like a battery drainer. Yeah. Well, I was plugged into my wall. But you're right. It it probably does use a ton of battery. But the thing is, how many many scenarios can there be for sniping? You know, there's a bad guy. You have to shoot him. So the game very quickly gets pretty creative in the scenarios, the, the, the pretenses for why you're killing people. And sometimes it's so silly. It's, it's all like, this man stole a purse. Take him out. 
I'm just, I swear to God, or, you know, this person, he's a bad cop. This guy double parked. Take his ass out. Dude, I swear to God, they're they're very, very benign. And nine times out of 10, they're brown skinned. I mean, I'm not even kidding. If and if it's a white guy, they're like a punk, like looking white guy, Uh, or they're like a brown, just very racially, like a Middle Eastern or black guy. It's awful. I think that this is about to turn into an American sniper debate. No, it's not. But don't don't download that game because it's really stupid. You know what stupid. game I recommend would be Two Dots. Have you tried that? Yeah, Two Dots is fun. Yeah, but you're not connected on Facebook. The problem is so many people are afraid to connect anything on Facebook because they think it's going to blast everybody. Right. But it's, you can compete against high scores. And I'm like actively going and trying to beat everybody's high score that I can because mm. I'm like out, out of – there's like I'm at the maximum amount of levels. They haven't made any more levels yet. Gotcha. So that's why I like to when I'm you know I'll be editing my podcast together and I'll just be playing it because it's nice it's something to do because I'm you know listening to a conversation that I just had mm-hmm. I don't think most people realize how mundane that can be no it's it's a great game so <laughs> you're you're full of recommendations Phantom yep, Tollbooth two dots two dots um, uh, the the porn that that is making it seem like they're tricking the woman it's it's good stuff that's that's, recommendations. that's everything you like that and trivia. So, you know, I wanted to ask you about your business, which I, I never heard of. Uh, I've heard of this kind of thing. Um, do, you, do you not like talking about this? Or is this? No, I do. It's just, it just doesn't come up when I'm talking about the freaking Walking Dead. No, it doesn't. So, no, but absolutely. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to talk about it. So Dylan was smart. Like, you made a business out of something that I didn't even know was real. And that I, usually I thought it was like a bartender did it. Like when you're at a bar and you're doing trivia, which everyone adores, yeah. Dylan has turned this into a career where, how, how does it work? How do you do this at bars? Well, so, um, so I had, I was like, uh, I was a uh, retail management. I was doing, I was a manager at Best Buy mm-hmm. and shit was just hitting the fan. And Best Buy is just like, they're just closing stores and firing people left and right. And uh, for a couple of years I had been, I had been going to a trivia night. Mm-hmm. At, uh, at at a bar, and I loved it. We had this team of people, and the guy was had a uh, like he was like an expanding business, and he was doing other bars. And I was like, oh, this local bar down the street from my house called Guava in San Diego. I was like, oh, I got to go. Uh, I, I know the manager there. I'm going to tell him that he should add trivia there. That way, trivia will be really close to me because this trivia I was going was like 20 minutes away, oh, and then okay. I'd have, I couldn't really drink because. I had to drive 20 minutes. Right. So I went and, you know, I talked to the guy and I was like, oh, yeah, and you, he, you know, he's trying to expand trivia. You should get trivia here. And the manager was like, oh, what, and have you host it? And that was not what I was planning on doing at all. That's not huh. what I meant. Yeah. But the second he said that, I was like, yeah, maybe, you know, wouldn't think anything of it. And then two weeks later, I was hosting trivia there. Wow. And it's, you know, I just write the questions and I go and, you know, <laughs> grade them and make jokes and, you know, it takes about two hours, but it's a lot of fun. That's cool. And then once shit started hitting the fan of Best Buy, I was like, dude, I'm over this. I'm done doing sales. I'm done doing all of this crap. I had been doing it for about 10 years. So wow. not at Best Buy, but I had done it through different cell phone companies and stuff like that. That's how I knew that BlackBerry bit of knowledge. Mm, gotcha. And I would just quit, cash out my 401k and, and put it into that. And now I've been doing that ever since. Wow. So I got a couple bars, and then I have people that I pay to go do it for me. So I write the questions and send them to them, and then I, you know, arrange things with the bar and all that kind of stuff, and it's fun. That is fun. Well, good for you for finding. I, I bring it up because I think I love when people find something that they like and it's unique and they're good at, and they do it for a career. So 
Good Say I you. have like I have I don't have all my eggs in one basket. I have lots of different things that I make my money on. Yeah. Rather than just all on one thing because the stress yeah. of like if you have one job that you make all of your money on, you just the stress of if I screw up or if I lose my job, what's gonna happen? I'm gonna lose everything. Yeah. And that was just too much for me. So I you know, I've spread it out into all over the place. I even do like I talked to you about I do lift driving too when I need to make some extra cash. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. And that's some crazy stuff that happens. I did that on Valentine's Day. Oh, you did? You drove your lift, which is That's a very, very visceral experience driving a lift on, on Valentine's Day. Or Uber. I do I do both of them. What yeah, anything Just like I I had a, a woman in there and I had picked her up and she had been like in a very long relationship and mm-hmm. she just she like five year relationship and she just ended it just people's uh, especially women their emotions are are super raw and like because the show is raw oh yeah but keep it raw you know they're just very visceral on and they're very mm-hmm. uh, vulnerable and you know i had people being very vulnerable to me on valentine's day and and women that were very sad every girl is upset if they're alone in a in a Lyft or an Uber on Valentine's Day. It was just a very interesting experience. But yeah, this woman just broke down and told me about like her whole life. Wow. And, you know, it's because people don't want to burden their friends with that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah, you're like a stranger that they can Strang- yeah. dump on for 20 minutes and then never see you again. Exactly. And then there's no judgment. They don't have to deal with me telling other people that. Um, you're telling me. Yeah, you're telling the world. <laughs> no, I'm telling the world. Yeah, no, I'm sorry lady um sorry cheryl hines tell her whole name (laughs) here's her phone number yes she's very vulnerable could be an easy kill for some lucky fella yeah you know i should have just pulled out and i should have just been like hey uh just so you know right check out my 12 inch pipe (laughs) there you go check out my podcast (laughs) yeah oh i've definitely done that several times people are like oh what is this all you do and i'm like oh i do some podcasting i do trivia you know this and that and then i tell them about my trivia night it's a great way to advertise stuff but there's several people i've given the info of the podcast. I haven't heard from any of them later down the line. I was expecting, hey, one day to get an email. Hey, I was in your your car one time and yada, yada, yada. So anyway, lots of different things. I have trivia tonight and that's going to be fun. Nice. Well, Wednesday's a big night for trivia. Got several nights. Well, got to write trivia for other people and send it to them. Then they go present it. Well, look, I won't keep you then. Let's let's wrap it up. Um, Why don't we do a real treat? And oh, you know what? I, I do have a voicemail. Let me play a voicemail real quick from a fan of both of ours. I thought this was appropriate. She listens to the Dead Inside show, and she also listens to this show. So let me play that right now. Hey, Dan. It's Shakita. Um, my Twitter handle is at Serena6783. I just wanted to let you know how much I love your show. You are super fucking funny. Like, I hate my supervisor. She's such a bitch. So all I do all day is listen to music and listen to podcasts. Most of them are from Dylan or at Chuckster, but I discovered yours through him. So I'm really glad that I found it. You are hilarious. Thanks for everything. You are the best. And keep it up. And congratulations on having a really awesome show. Bye. So, yeah, thank you, Shakita, very, very much for doing that. Much appreciated. That is very nice. She's one of our, arguably one of our biggest fans, and she's always tweeting in on, at us and stuff like that. We appreciate it. Yeah. Great to hear I don't ever, well, don't ever take it for granted too. I love every oh, time. No. It's not that we take it for granted. They don't take you don't take it for granted, listeners. That when you send us a note or write us an email or send a voicemail in, it it really does mean a lot. Yeah, even if you've done it a hundred times, it it still it still means something to yeah, us. So. It sure does. And I don't think people understand how much a review yes means too. Totally. So. Keep reviewing the show. Yeah. All right. Well, let's do a real treat, and then I'll let you go on your merry way. What's uh What's you got going on that you like right now? 
So I uh, I have a little bit of a real treat. There's a, I'm a huge. My favorite food is a quesadilla. It's just my favorite thing. Any type of <laughs> you are just, a grown man child. Yeah, I just love a quesadilla. You, any of my friends know, especially if I've been having some drinks. You know, I'll get a quesadilla. It's not too filling. I don't. Re, you know, if you eat like a whole burrito when you're when, when you're drunk and you wake up the next day, you feel like crap. Yeah, you, eat a quesadilla. You and my you children. Know? That's my children's favorite food too. Okay, you can stop demasculating me. All right, but um, yeah, why don't I? Uh, my, I could really that, put you on the couch and say that's not wh- that's not my real treat though. But I could put you on the couch and say, hey, you're thirty. Why don't you get <laughs> married? Other things, other things than quesadillas. Okay, so listen. Uh, down the street from my house where I live now, there's an El Salvadorian mm. restaurant. Ooh. And they have something called pupusas. I don't know what that is. And, and it's kind of like almost like pizza doughy. Yeah. And it's filled with whatever you want. And they'll fill it with cheese or jalapenos and cheese or they'll put potato in it. They'll put anything in it. And uh, they also come with this little, little tomato soup type of thing. Okay. And you pour it on it. And that is my real treat. This is a delicious thing. It's almost replacing quesadillas in my life. So pupusas, if you can get your hands on a pupusa anytime in your life, I guess that sounds sexual. <laughs> if you can get your hands on a pupusa, no, but uh, I'd say pupusas right now are my real treat. Wow. I I have a pupusa at my house. I call it a pupusa. And what this is where I take my animals or my children and I put them, I put my shirt like over their head. And I like carry them in my shirt like it's a papoose, like a, a kangaroo. What the, what the hell? Yeah, I love to do it with my dogs. I'm sorry, I meant what? <laughs> yeah, at the papoose, not a papoosa. Eddie's going to be self-conscious now about doing that now. I know. Well, I'm sorry. What do you eat? You eat quesadillas. You eat pizza. Do you have like a? No, it's a, not. A, it's not. It's not like a pizza. It's like no, it's no, more no. Like I'm, a I'm saying to you, like, do, are you a super picky eater? Do you not like eat lots of vegetables and weird food or? No, I like I like all types of food. Uh, I mean, I've been shopping. Re- I, I mean, I have a little less money than I had before because of my said ven- uh, business ventures that I'm still trying to expand. So yeah. I've been shopping a lot of the Mexican market, and they they don't have a lot of healthy food at the Mexican market. So. No, not always. You're not rolling around Whole Foods. No, I you know I used to be able to just go sprouts all day. Sprouts, yeah. Sprouts all day, every day. Yeah. But uh, no, not when you're on the budget. So if a couple more people. We'll uh, sign up for Audible for the free trial on my Better Call Saul podcast, and I'll be able to start rolling in the uh, in the Sprouts, get some of that Sprouts money. There you go. So, yeah, if you do use Audible, use Dylan's offer code. What is it? No, if you don't use Audible, use my Sorry. offer code and start using there it. There you go. If you already use it, then screw you. You're no good to yeah, me. Don't listen to my podcast. You're no good. So what is your uh, code then? Oh, that's uh, audibletrial.com slash bettertalksaul. There you um, go. Free plugs. Plug it. Free plugs. plugs. You, get th- you get a free audiobook. Oh, nice. Any audiobook you want. You pick it. That's awesome. You listen to it. Audible's you cool. You enjoy it. So my real treat is uh, appropriate for you. Uh-oh. It's It's that game Heads Up. You ever play that Heads Up game on your iPhone? Uh-uh. Oh, it's a lot of fun. I don't have iPhone, though. Oh, it's on Android, too. Okay. So it's an app. It's called Heads Up, and it's great. You put the phone on your head and then you play it with oh, friends. Oh, yeah, I played this. I played it. Yeah, it's fun. We, we played it in Mexico. Okay. It's a perfect game for being in Mexico drunk or at any party oh, yeah. drinking. Oh, yeah. It was fun. I play it all the time with Eddie and our wives, and even our kids will play it. And there's, like, tons of different decks, they call them. When Yeah, movie titles. Exactly. Movie deck, 80s, 90s. It's it's like a buck. You buy the game, and it comes with a bunch of free decks, and then you buy so other decks. Worth it. Yeah. The most worth it paid app ever. It really is. I mean, that's the thing. I don't think people are afraid to pay for apps as long as it's worth the dollar or two. So yeah, it's a great, great app. Heads up. 
And I think have on your phone, you'll be a hit. You'll be the most popular kid at the party. You will. I mean, you may get blown while it's on your head because people like it. Which head? Both heads. Okay, got it. Both heads. Well, look, uh, this was fun. I know you and I have, like you said, it's good to do a show with you where we don't have to talk about zombies and, you know, we can get to know each other a little better. So thanks for for last minute hopping on here with me. Hey, thanks for having me on. I'll have it anytime. I'll, I'll come on anytime. Perfect. Well, let's see. So, yes, check out deadinsideshow.com. Check out bettertalksaul.com. Yeah, you have to slowly say that. We always joke about it because we problem. always want we start saying better talk saw instead of better call saw. It's hard. Yeah, it's hard to get once you get mixed up, but yeah, I got so it. Let's check Dylan out there. And what song should I be playing? <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> Hold on. I'm keeping Hold that. On. That was funny. Hold on one second. That's just my roommate. <laughs> Your roommate sounds like a dog. Dog. Yeah, it's just weird. Uh, so my send-off song. Yeah, your walk-off song. What should I be playing right now as we say goodbye? Is uh, Hit Him Up by Tupac. Oh, nice. That's. Oh, no, you know what? Fuck that song. Okay. Because I originally was thinking that. So just cut that out. All right. Uh, Too Close by Next. Oh. It would be a great song to, to go off on. A great karaoke song, too. It's a hit. Everyone loves it. But the uh, reason it being is because I was a, I was a kid, mm-hmm. and I sang that song for probably five years before I realized that the song's about a boner. Yeah, you and, you and everyone else. I was like, so many people right now, so many people listening would be surprised because I told so many people in my life that that song's about a boner, and they're like, oh, shut up. And I'm like, okay, let's look at the lyrics right now. Every lyric yeah. is boner-related. Yeah, it's, you're making it hard for me, yeah. standing real close. Step, step back, you're dancing kind of close. I feel a little poke coming through. I, that, it's <laughs> the whole whole song is about uh, them grinding and him getting a boner and somehow somebody made a hit song out of that it is so on the nose I mean yeah. short of him saying we're dancing you're touching my boner <laughs> and my penis is hard on you I mean it's very that's that's hilarious perfect it's a great great song perfect walk off song well listen thanks again Dylan much much appreciate it no problem man thanks for having me on anytime my friend anytime awesome. I'll see you next time. I did. All right. Well, listen, thanks again, Dylan. Much appreciated. Certainly check him out and his shows, especially if you're a fan of Walking Dead or Better Talk Saul. And thank you very much for listening. Eddie and I will be back. And next week, either Eddie and I will be back or maybe Josh and Eddie and I. I'm still trying to figure that out. But very much appreciate you listening to the show. And like Dylan said, drop us a review. Shoot us a note. Send me an email. Save for the show at gmail.com. We'll play your voicemails on the air and all that good stuff. And also check out manpacks.com if you're looking for stuff like that. Otherwise, this is Dan Fields, and you've been listening to episode 131 of Save for the Show. We'll see you next week.